Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through to May, it rained and poured all night and day. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Whistler and Vancouver Places. We will keep on telling you places in Whistler and Vancouver that you must not miss. And we have Graham and Dave, who are authors of 111 Places in Whistler and Vancouver that you must not no, miss. Yeah, that you yeah. must not miss. I was right. I yeah. second-guessed myself there. Well, you, it's, um, you know, this is a, a series published by a company called Emens. Mm-hmm that are a German company. It's a, yeah. it's a global series. Okay. And all the books in North America are called 111 Places, Pittsburgh, you know, uh, Boston, mm-hmm. New York, Miami, that you must not miss. Mm-hmm. But it, in the Europe, they're called that you shouldn't miss. That's right. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it's really yeah. weird. And we well, asked them, yeah. and um, they said that the must not, it just didn't translate as well, and it was too uh, definitive. Or t- uh, uh, Do you remember us, yeah, that I discussion? Remember that. It's, it's just it's, not something yeah. that you would say. It's just not a thing. Yeah, they, they just felt that the, in the title, maybe they're more polite or it's more um, of a uh, cultural... I think the um, ones in England are 111 places that you really ought not to miss. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're part of a global series of guidebooks. We've done one on Vancouver, we've done on Whistler, and we got yeah. one coming out. We won't talk about it, but this summer we've got a third yeah, one coming yeah. out. We've had a... Exciting. Somewhere yeah, in, we had a lot of around British Columbia. Well, yes, another, a third city around British Columbia. We had a lot of fun. We've had some success. And this is our podcast along with Mike Finnegan, our host. That's me. The Finnegan Meister. <laughs> the Finnegan Mania. So speaking the of Finnegister. that, which is the place that we ought not miss today? Is it Whistler or is it Vancouver? What are we talking about? It's Whistler. You ought not and you shouldn't and you must not. And you really ought not to miss. Don't uh, miss it. The <laughs> Go. The Whistler train wreck. Oh, this is oh, this. Oh, the Whistler train. Yeah, but if, if you have the book, it's chapter 35, but in the book, it's called The Forest Train Wreck. Do you remember why? Uh, we had too many places <laughs> in the book with the title Whistler. The Whistler That's this, right. the Whistler that. So we the, made the, a the, collective decision yeah. with the editor to call it The Forest yeah. Train Wreck, and I can see why. Yeah, the, the, the chapters this, are all done alphabetically, you know, and if oh, everything so begins with Whistler, 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 yeah. Whistler, 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 Wow. Wow. And I didn't even write it. Bold. Wow. Bold statement. That's, that's a pretty bold statement. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. So are you, are you going to tell us why? Well, I think Graham, Graham can get it. into a little bit about, because uh, okay. he wrote it, did an excellent job photographing it and writing it, and then I'll tell you why I think it's the best chapter. Cool. Okay. okay. Wow. Yeah. I, got two, I got three reasons why I think wow. it's the best no chapter. Wow. No pressure. Wow. But why don't you describe what it is, <laughs> the Whistler train wreck or the forest train wreck? The the Whistler Forest trade wreck. So uh, let me begin with telling you sort of where it is. Uh, So getting there uh, from the Sea to Sky Highway, exit onto Chickamas Lake Road, and then turn right on Legacy Way. Over the bridge, turn right on. So it's Function Junction. Jane Lake. You leave from Function Junction. Yeah, but you go the other direction from Function Junction. Yeah. So if you go up to Sea to Sky, depends on which way you're going. If you're heading north and you get to Function Junction, you would turn left. If you're heading north and you want to go to the forest train wreck, turn right. This is such a cool story. So it it is a cool story. We spoke in an earlier episode about the uh, ghost town, the Mm -hmm. Parker's ghost town, and how that went back to pre-Whistler days. This story also goes back to pre-Whistler days. Okay. So it was in 1956, there was a train... Uh, collision, or not a collision, but it came off the rails. Uh-huh. A train so wreck, a train, a train der- derailment. A derailment, some sort yes. Of logging. Exactly. Probably logging. There, yep, right. Very yeah. likely logging. Um, and the train came off the rails. They were going too fast around a corner. And you've done that many times, Mike. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> and this morning, actually. Came off the rails, and the, the, the cars 
we're sort of stuck there. They engaged a local lumber company to move the uh, rail cars away from the track so that the trains. But the, could but that, go by. that's where the story gets kind of weird. Wouldn't it have been more logical to take the train cars and put them back on the tracks, take them out of the woods? Yeah. But what they did is they they got a logging company to drag them further into the woods. Yeah. yeah. So they wouldn't be seen from the tracks. Yeah. Th- this is the most important part of the story. Yeah. What, what, and, when was and it? Then, and then this was the 50s, though. 50s, 60s? 50, 1956. All the cars, 14, 18 cars fall off a track, and yeah. they're all scattered on the side of the tracks. Yeah. So nowadays, you just gather them up and take them somewhere, but they didn't. Yeah. They, they pulled them further into the woods. It yeah. sounds exactly, from what I know about the 50s, they were just like, well, just fucking... Hey, Mike, <laughs> family podcast. Uh, yeah, family po- <laughs> Put it further into the woods. We'll just beep that one out. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I'll beep this out. Cover it over with yeah, the yeah. leaves. Yeah. But that, that does sound things. like the 50s. People used to just toss cans. They're just like, yeah, yeah whatever, shove them over there. No one will find them. I don't know. Yeah, so that's part of my thinking is that, yeah, they just figured, well, let's just move these out of the way and no one can see them. The other part is they, they may have tried to move them and then just decided, uh, this is really difficult. Because it is a forest, you know. It, there's not a lot of room no, to maneuver. N- they don't have helicopters. They don't, you know. They got whatever kind of Can't equipment you had. A lot and of people up like there. Like I, I was saying, this is before Whistler yeah. was around. This, the Sea to Sky Highway again, not there. Not from there. This is the only way in or out. Was you you walk in or you take a, a, a horse, or you take the the rail. And the rail's got these this wreck on it. So they dragged them off there, and then. Uh, People eventually, I think after Whistler sort of got established in the 70s around there, Dave. Yeah. And maybe you start to get people hiking around that area. And people eventually find these uh, old box cars and railway cars. And they're just higgledy-piggledy all, uh, all over the place. They're just kind of... <laughs> but, but hang on. Spread out. They're not all no. lined up in a row when, or yeah, anything. They're, 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 like, they're like somebody grabbed a bowl of... Dice and 150 or 200 yards from the tracks, uh, but there's ways. massive trees between the tracks and the rail cars. So when you look at where the railroad is and where the cars are, there's no way that those cars could have gotten to where they, they are now. Yeah, because those trees have grown in the last 30, 40, or 50 years. Yeah, 60 oh, wow. years. 60 years. Yeah. So yeah, when you so. go up there and you see these cars in the middle of the woods, you your first question is, okay, there is a railroad nearby, but it's not that nearby. How did they get yeah, here? Yeah, when we went up there, I never saw the rails. You, you, I never you, saw the tracks. You're wandering I through the woods the, the, and you see trains. half a dozen or eight <laughs> rail cars in the middle of the forest. It's like even you know one of these sort of Bermuda Triangle stories, and you're like, <laughs> "What is this doing here?" Yeah, yeah. What, what the hell are all these rail cars doing in the middle of the forest? It's and then really weird, but it's, it's really weird. Yeah, but it's That's but it's also way, kind yeah. of um, it's kind of magical in a way, and it's extra magical because again the. Uh, the graffiti artists have got there. They've turned these things into into kind of a canvas. It feels like you're in New York. It feels yeah. like you were in the Bronx, yeah. Brooklyn, or Queens, mm-hmm. and someone's a dozen young kids have been there for three weeks spray painting weird. What do you call them? Tags on the on the sides of yep. the cars. Yeah, but yeah. is there like uh, I can see the photo that you got open here too. It's like but yeah, like good well, art see too. How many like trees it's there are around that. Oh yeah, it's surrounded by trees, and you just it's you're walking but, through the forest, yeah, yeah. and there's a but the art on them is also like. Pretty good. Like people put some work into it. They're not yeah. just like it's the Whistler train wreck. But yeah, um, yeah. and uh, anyway, as we we're saying with the with the, it's kind of like the Parker's story. It's mm-hmm. um, a really nice uh, trail. It's a, it's it's a much better marked trail than Parker's. Mm-hmm. Parker's, you kind of have to, as I was saying, you know, make sure that you've got a GPS unit or something with you so, so that you, you can, yeah. you know, and it's not particularly 
uh, well marked. This, this is well marked. Yeah, yeah. This is a nice trail. This is a, it's a very you can common take trail, kids, right? Yeah. Uh, and you can take your pet dog and yeah. and whatever. It's it's a nice sort of family trail. Um, it goes over. There's a nice little uh, suspension bridge. Um, oh, it's cool. not it's not like the Capilano <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not as extreme as that, but it yeah. is like that. Um, but it's also kind of a, a attractive and interesting. A little bit scary maybe. Um, and it's uh, about a 20-minute hike, but it's, th it's through the forest. Um, it's a very, really pleasant forest hike, and you go over the suspension bridge, and you look hither and yon, and then all of a sudden, railway cars. Weirdest experience to sort of... Yeah, in the middle, in the middle of the forest. That. Hmm. And then they're, they're tagged, of course, with the, with the painting. But, and, but, but and it's great photography, and... Um, but you can wander around and you can go I've into seen the cars. A, I've seen a really cool mountain bike video, actually, where they well, filmed it there and, and they did stuff on Yeah, the, some of the, the young people, I assume they're young people, but some people have um, put ramps up, like a ramp, yeah, and yeah. you can ride your mountain bike up the car, ride along the car, and then ride a ramp back down. So they're kind of connected for mountain biking. They've been, their, their artwork in terms of the tagging and the graffiti, they're connected for mountain biking, and they're in the middle of nowhere. So it really is a cool experience to go see the Whistler train yeah. wreck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, yeah. Were, uh, and were those your three reasons? No, no, three okay. complete other ones. Oh, wow. Okay. But, but wait, it gets better. But is there anything else you want to tell us about the, the yeah. accident, the, the this and that? Yeah. No. Well, the, the only thing I guess I'd add to that is that um, I said it was 1956 that the train came off the tracks, but it, it was... Uh, only recently, like um, 10 years ago, that, that we actually knew that. Oh, really? So for about 60 years, nobody really knew. How did the word well, get it? Well, because, again, the Whistler town doesn't exist. There's yeah, no yeah, yeah. newspaper. There's no, no radio station. The train comes off. It's that old expression, you know, if a tree falls down in the forest, yeah. does anyone know? It's the same story. If the railway comes yeah, <laughs> off the rails, if a engine falls off the rails, nobody knew. So they, it, it happened. They fell off. And, you know, 60 years later, people are like, when exactly did this happen? Cause yeah. There is no newspaper report. Yeah. It was never reported. It's just uh, always been there. It's always been there. So I can imagine so thousands. nobody really knew, but it was yeah. only just very recently, like in the last 10 years, that yeah. somebody was actually able to definitively say it was 1956 yeah. but for yeah. the longest time people were just like i don't know they're just there yeah exactly you can imagine <laughs> thousands of people hundreds of people yeah. per year for thousands decades, over a decade going like, there and going well how did they get there well nobody knows i don't know like i mean the tracks are up there but there's an 80 foot cedar or a, or a fir or a you know pine tree there how did it get there and it got there from this company dragging them further away into the woods so no one could see them. Yeah. And then 50 years later, trees growing around them. Yeah. And now, now it would be very... First of all, you wouldn't want to get them out because it's a bit of a tourist attraction. Yeah. And secondly, if you wanted to, you'd probably have to use a helicopter you'd because have to use a helicopter you couldn't maneuver them to the trees that trees. are grown. Yeah. So it is really a worthwhile hike. Now, my, my, my reasons are, uh, are a little bit different. Do you want to hear them? Yeah, I do. Okay. First of all... Because I've been going up to Whistler for a long time. Twenty or thirty years ago, I, I would go show it to people and go in there, but it was trespassing because you you used to have to walk along the railway tracks to get there. Oh, and do you still have to? Do you remember? Did you walk along railway tracks in the description that you give? I don't think I did. Yeah, I mean, maybe they used to be, and they used now to be. become a trail. But uh, I don't. I don't so think I did. If you were part of Tourism Whistler, the municipality promoting tourism, you couldn't really promote the, the train wreck. Let's face it. It's interesting. It's cool. It's neat to go to. It's a 10-minute hike. 
but the municipality or the tourism whistler couldn't really promote it because to get there you had to trespass along right. the, the the railway tracks, which is private property. Yeah. So that has changed, and now there's a different pathway there. And then when we were writing this book, I, I ran into a friend of ours, Chris Gear, who we both work yep. with. He lived, he, I ran into him at a restaurant up at Whistler. He was up with his family, and, and I'm sitting around. He goes, hey, Dork, how you doing? I go, what are you guys up to? He goes, well, we're looking for things to do. And that was the one thing I told him to do. I said, take your kids if you want to do a real cool hike. And you had just written the, uh, the article. The book hadn't come out. It was in the manuscript form. I downloaded it, put it onto I a Word document, yes. and I sent it to yeah. him. And he sent me a note back, and he said, hey, Dave, that was really cool. The kids liked it. It was a 10-minute hike, easy to get to. When we got there, it was graphic. It was edgy. It was interesting. It was hip. We walked back. We went by the waterfall. He, he, he commented to me that that was a really cool, neat thing to do, which is kind of like the beta test of the book. You know? Right. So first of all, I'm saying that 20 years ago, this was illegal to promote. The, nobody would talk about it because you're telling someone to trespass to get there. Right. Now it's not. Yeah. Secondly, I've tested it with somebody while you were writing the book that really liked it. And the final thing I like about it is um, I wrote a chapter on the Whistler dump. And, yeah. uh, and the, cu- the, the dump is by the um, Hilton Hotel and the driving range. And that was in the 1960s. Whistler was nothing but a big garbage dump. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people, the Alta Ratepayers Association decided, you know, look, we're all burning our garbage and burying it behind our houses. Let's all take it to a central location at the golf course. So we'll get, we'll dig <laughs> trenches there and now we can bury our garbage. One of our most popular episodes, by the way. <laughs> Whistler, yeah. was oh, it, yeah. Whistler was once a dump. Yeah. And a company um, called, because back then, 1960s, you got a handful of people own places. They're burning their garbage. Some, you know, some <laughs> community leader says, "Look, let's take all our garbage here, and collectively we'll bury it." So this company called the Valo Logging Company, they say, "Well, we'll contribute. You know, we're we're, we're members of the community. We're a logging company. We have backhoes and we have diggers and we have cranes, and you know, we'll we'll help you do this." And so they volunteered the equipment to to build the furloughs to dump the garbage into. And in my research, it's chapter 31. It's called First It Was a Dump in Our Book. Um, they're the same logging company that um, pulled the trains oh, off the tracks and what? dragged them into I the woods. I did not know that. Yeah, what, yeah. So the I, I, the V-A-L-L-E-A-U logging company, the same company that moved the Whistler train wreck, dug the ditches that would receive tons and tons of garbage. So yeah. you know, Whistler oh, was so small back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's probably only one company. Yeah, one company that had yeah, a backhoe yeah. and a digger and you know had the yeah, a tractor. Yeah. And it's the middle of nowhere. Like, how would you even get a digger or a backhoe <laughs> in there? Like, there's no roads By train. there. Well, then you can't get it off the train into the woods because <laughs> there's all these trees. So it's it really is yeah. a re- I think that the problem is books like ours make it popular and not as special as it was to right. find 20 years ago. Yeah. It's still neat to go see. But it's kind of mainstream now, you know, the train wreck. But it was a really yeah. cool find 20 or 30 years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. No, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's an interesting one. So you, how do we get down there again? What's the, uh, what's the description? Mm, don't, go along, don't go along the train tracks because that's illegal. No, so you, you go uh, from Sea to Sky Highway, um, right by Function Junction, except you go the opposite direction from Function Junction. So you, you take the uh, Chequemus Lake Road. Mm-hmm. Go a little ways, turn right on Legacy Way. You'll go over a bridge. Then you turn right onto Jane Lakes Road. Uh, and then just go park at the side of the, the road. You'll, s- you'll see a sign. Yeah. So just keep your eyes open for or, the sign. And then, and then it's, uh, depending on how you go, 15, 20 minutes. Easy hike. You go over hike. a nice bridge. Do you see a waterfall? 
There is, yeah, you go over that suspension bridge, so there's like a, a mountain yeah. creek there. And th- there's one part there where it was, uh, I don't know, if it was, maybe it was a waterfall. I do remember rapids, I guess that's what yeah. I want to say. There's yeah. lots of frothy water <laughs> splashing on so rocks. So there's an interesting walk. There's lots of cool things to see. You go through Function Junction, and then you end up at a yeah. lovely, like, you know, you, you sort, sort of check it out, kind of do a loop, and then make yeah. your, way, your way back. But it's... You know, you can see the trail. You just yeah. follow the trail. And there's usually, like you're saying, Dave, it's not um, an unknown place now. So you're likely to see other people, Yeah, which is comforting. I think when we did the Parkhurst uh, Ghost Town, we didn't see anyone else <laughs> for a long time. And you start no, to think, no. a bit are of a ghost we lost? Yeah. Are we in the right place? Yeah. You're going you you to see other people. But you'll see other people. And, and you'll and find the trail. And if you, When you say you'll find the trail, you will find the trail. But... But if you parked in Function Junction and went to any coffee shop, restaurant, yep. or store there and say, hey, where's the trail to the train wreck? You know, it's it's yep. popular now. Yeah. It's yeah. well signed. It is not what it was 20 years ago. It's been discovered. We've helped to discover it and promote it. And um, to me, of all the 111 places in the book, it's my favorite. It's my favorite story. I think it is the, the quintessential kind of Whistler hidden gem. You've mm. got to go there. The way Graham wrote about it, the photograph, it's history. It's, it's a really cool part of Whistler. The, the train wreck, the Whistler train wreck. Yeah. Now you're going to ask me my final thought. You want Mike. my final thought? I wasn't sure yeah, if I was go, going to go. do it this time, but yeah, yeah you, I do you, you go first. Thought. You go first. Well, I was just going to say, you know, take the camera because as we were talking uh, on the Parkhurst episode, I'm like you. I like to have a hike with a purpose. Yeah. And so something to see at the end of it, but I also like to take a camera, or even if it's just, you know, my cell phone camera. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a really cool. It's you can spend. Uh, you know, it takes you 15, 20 minutes to hike in. You could spend another 15, 20 minutes just, just taking doing photos, photography. Just checking it out. I mean, there's so many interesting angles and, you know, looking up at the sky and with the clouds and everything. So I would just say if you're interested at all in photography or Instagramming or mm-hmm. any, anything like that, yeah. make sure you take your camera. You're right. The, the colors, the, the graffiti on it make it worthwhile. Yeah. The network of mountain it's biking paths. like going paths. to an art gallery outdoors. The, yeah, the history. <laughs> and um, it is just such a, such a cool part of Whistler's history you know and to think of a think it all started with just a train going off the tracks and uh it just is uh, it's, it's one of my favorite whistler stories yeah. and i uh that's kind of my final thought is go up there and do it if you want a selfie and you, you don't have enough money to get the airfare to new york when you s- position right. yourself next to this car you might as well be in the bronx definitely or definitely has in, that uh, uh, in, new york uh, 1970s uh, yeah it has got all the graffiti all yeah. over it and it's got the the, the tracks it is such a such a cool story, and um, to me, you know, the the book 111. They wanted quirky, out of the way, unusual things. I can guarantee you that if you got the um, Lonely Planet or Fedoras or Michelin book on Whistler or something, no, no one's going to write about this. It's such a weird kind of out of the way thing. Yeah. But it's so doable and it's so easy yeah, to do. Yeah. You know, very it, accessible. It's very accessible. Don't I don't think you can go in the winter. I mean, if you if they don't cover no, it's no one hard point. to get into. Good As point. Spring, summer, or fall. Yeah, spring, summer, yeah. or fall. Go. Spring, summer, or fall. Go. Go skiing right? in the winter. But yeah. go, go, go. If you're going to do one thing when you're up there, don't go golfing that day. Go see the train wreck. Yeah. Yeah. Good advice. Dave Dorgay approved. My final thought is I have actually never been there. You got to go. I know. Take Aurora yeah, 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 and just go oh, park yeah. there and grab a cup of coffee I and know. go for a half hour hike, half hour road. And it's, it's one of those it things. Is, you, you'll, you'll go and you'll say, hey, this is really cool. For, really my enti- yeah. for my entire time I've spent up in Winslow, I've always heard about it. I've always heard great things. Dave, you've said even more amazing things. And now I'm committing. I will go. Yeah, that is my it. final thought. Go do it. And then 
also, so here's the second final thought. But oh. in in Function Junction, yeah, there's a Lots couple. Of great there's a couple other places yeah, that yeah. we that we've put in the book there. But there's some interesting galleries and uh, a, a very guy. good cafe in there. We can talk about that. Uh, yeah, on another the original episode. purebred. Is the original purebred? I think it was the original purebred. Yeah. The br- there was a brewing company the, the art, the art place with the guy, the drummer, the yeah. guy that's the drummer. Yeah, place was what was that place yeah. called? I'm trying to remember now. Art. Art Junction? Uh, no, not Art Junction. Anyway, we'll, 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 we've done we've done a podcast on it. And yeah, the guy that plays the drums there. It's a so wonderful. A, so art there's a lots of good places in Function to check it. I think art they're adding junction. more. It is Art, art Junction. Art Junction. Yeah, Art Junction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think there's more, more and more things going I mean, down. I mean, Function fun- Junction was the industrial part of town that was just all you know, aluminum siding oh. and uh, you know places that sold uh, you know uh, kind of uh, carpentry equipment and truck stuff and. Now it's yuppie and all these wonderful stores, you know? It's like everything. Gentrified. This is my third. Third final. Third wow, final this is final. a record it's final kind of thought. the second one part B, yeah. but just because I, I've been B. able to find the chapter in the book. Um, in Function Junction, camp, lifestyle, and coffee. That's cool. the place you want to go to get yeah. uh, a coffee. Whenever I'm driving out of Whistler, yeah. I pull in there, get my coffee, and then I get back in the car and hit the road. Cool. That's uh, that's my spot for she for, got a, for coffee. Yeah. She got number two part C or you're okay. <laughs> number T- three part 1066 C. Ten sixty six Miller Creek Road. <laughs> um is the address for coffee. Go there for your coffee. Go there for your coffee. They might even sell the book. I don't know. But they they've got coffee, donuts, but they also have like it's camp sort of housing place. So you can get a blanket, you can get pillows, you Doing can get stuff. some some books. Get and your mo- blankets before you yeah. head out to the train. Mo- most tourists that go to, anyway. almost, I'd say 95% of tourists that go to Whistler will never go to Function Junction. Yeah. And I'd say the locals, of course the locals go there because it's part of their life. But people from Vancouver, yeah, they know about it. But it's um, it's a cool part of Whistler. And the Whistler train wreck, if you go up there in the spring, summer, or fall and don't go there, you missed something really cool. Yeah. Read, read the chapter, go there. That's all I can say. Cool. And because we said yeah. Function Junction and Graham said coffee yeah we're gonna wrap this up okay. so make sure you keep coming back next time we're gonna keep telling you about places in whistler and vancouver that you must not miss ought not to miss ought not to miss i was gonna make that joke and i forgot see you next time